Hi, this is Rachel. Hi, this is Nan. And welcome to Because We Overthink Words Within. Welcome back <laughs> to our second episode. Yay! So before we start with our check-in, there are some quick announcements. Um, we both want to thank our really close friends who we've shared this podcast with um, for listening in and giving us some feedback. Um, and then we also want to apologize for some of the first episode kinks, mainly myself, because my volume was not that well and not that good, but I just invested in a whole new microphone. So hopefully that will work it's, for this episode. It's a mic, people. <laughs> it is a legit mic. <laughs> Right. I am committed to this for my friends and family. So I just like better audio just in general. So yeah, I actually think you're a bit too close to your mic, but oh, oh, my bad. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I don't want to destroy Rachel's, what do you call it? Eardrums? Eardrums or our yeah. listeners or our three friend listeners. <laughs> That could work too. Um, but anyways, let's do our quick check-in before we go into our theme for today. Yeah. Um, do you, how are you doing, Rachel? You can start first because you Me? know about you know about my 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 drama. So <laughs> you can- it's not even drama. <laughs> internal drama so you should start first before I dive into my drama oh okay well I mean it's been what two weeks since we've checked in with each other yeah yeah kind of just like briefly um what happened a lot of things happen in two weeks I feel like a lot of things can happen in three days but these two weeks there's a lot of different news for myself which is really uh I guess like fitting for this episode because I am also going like literally is in a job transition right now. So that's something that is new. Um, what else is new? Oh, I was telling you about this. I've been listening to these like scary story podcasts. So I've been scaring myself in my own house. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's been new, uh, <laughs> which I feel like I'm just more aware of my surrounding now. Um but I feel like in general, since the last time that we've checked in, my mood has gotten much better. That's good. Yeah. So that's been good for me. Yeah. Okay. How about yourself? Yeah. So where do I begin? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, no, I don't think I told you this because I feel like this was what kind of set off my like bad mood so I mm-hmm. I don't okay I don't know how many listeners we're eventually gonna get so I'm not gonna name the company but you can probably guess what company this is so there's an app that lets you transfer money and my account got frozen <gasps> what and it had like a good amount of money in it and basically customer service told me that I can't get it back Shit, okay. I need to transfer my money from this account. Yeah. Oh, shit, so, what the hell? Yeah. They're and the thing is they're being they're like super ambiguous. They're like, we can't release like what you violated, but you violated our user agreement. And all I can think of is just like I just pay my bills and like 
friends pay me for vacation costs that like I spent because I paid for things together. I'm like, what did I violate? I don't know. I guess I'll never find out, but I'm not seeing that money again. So, oh, dang. Yeah. So it's like, it, it feels like I just threw money in the toilet and flushed it down. Oh, I'm sorry. And, <laughs> I know. So, like, I've just been kind of like not over that yet. But also, my, the laptop that I have, um, I'm using it now, but. A few days ago, my E started getting jammed, not like sticky, I believe that's like the term people use. So I'm in the middle of like writing a, a hundred page thesis this academic year, and the E decides to like malfunction. So sometimes I get no E when I type, sometimes I get like three E's when I type. <laughs> so right now I'm being really intentional about it. Um, my roommate has lent me her Bluetooth keyboard. So I've been using that when the E gets bad, but I am going to the Apple store tomorrow. So hopefully I can get that fixed because I can probably survive off of my iPad for a week or two if necessary. Um, so yeah, and also my laptop won't didn't restart this morning. And then apparently it took five restarts and a call to... Apple tech support that like literally when when I finally reached a human that was when my computer decided to start working again so it was like they're like hi how I can how can I help you and I'm like well, never mind like my laptop restarted that's oh my thing. gosh that's, that's like uh -huh. my situation wow. right now it's it, I'm just glad it's gonna be break soon so yeah, I feel like sometimes when things are good, like it's really good. And then when it's bad, like it's really bad. Yeah, I was telling people today that I feel like my life is literally falling apart. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were telling me that too. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm. It's okay. I'm sadness in Inside Out, you know, the... <laughs> it's okay you're holding it together pretty well yeah so and it's the weekend so you know yeah i mean it's a good thing that it's break next week so right. yeah and for you listeners who don't know we record on friday nights because yeah we have nothing else better to do <laughs> why are you letting them know about this like anyway anyway okay i think we can move on <laughs> okay all right so um very fitting in terms of how how low like you can go in terms of feelings and things that happen to you and how high like those are those feelings are um so for episode two our topic is transition and transition in this case um could be transitioning in various stages of your life like high school you're transitioning out to college college transitioning out to grad school or the workforce and then grad school is transitioning out to the actual workforce and things like that. So I think it's very fitting as early 20s. Um, how old are you, Rachel? 21? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. Right? 21. Okay, 21. And I'm 23. So we're both in our kind of early like 20s. stage of really big transitions happening right now and there's a lot of uncertainties that come with transitions so I feel like the bulk of our conversations has been about those kinds of feelings and 
kind of like uh, how we deal with them. And I'm sure a lot of you are also dealing with various transitions in your life, even if it doesn't seem like a formal transition from one thing to another, but it could be, you know, an interruption in something or, um, yeah, something along that line. So our theme today will be on that kind of, um, those kinds of feelings that evoke and kind of how to deal with them as well and how we've processed them for ourselves. Yep. So as always, mm-hmm. starting from, well, last episode, we're going <laughs> to um, kick off like our theme with our letter segment, which we have now came up Ooh. with a name for. So segment will be called Between the Lines because, you know, we're writing a letter to ourselves and we're reading our emotions and like mm-hmm. hidden meanings that are written between the lines. Um so welcome to our Between the Lines segment. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, since I, I think I started last time, so do you want to start this time with your letter? Sure, I can start this time. Um, well, I just want to preface that it might be a little bit too long, so I might kind of like speed read it <laughs> um, just in case. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, dear Nan. Two months ago might have been one of the darkest time periods of your life. You knew, though, in the back of your mind, things will eventually work out. And I'm here to tell you that things did work out and is working out. However, those feelings of inadequacy and failure were real, so I wanted to take a moment to reflect on them. You were always a person with a plan, ready to tackle whatever the next phase of your life will be. You had a vision for how you wanted the next six months in Providence to be after you graduated from your master's program. You will be employed full-time so that you will have some sense of stability for this year of big transitions. But in reality, your job prospect wasn't looking good because it relied heavily on external funding. Your envisioned budget is now $0, and your loans program started to remind you about those upcoming payments, and etc., So, of course, you would freak the fuck out when that's not exactly how you envision your life would be. And since August, you've been in a state of mind where everything feels so incomplete, so full of uncertainties. And according to your therapist, you do not like uncertainties. (laughs) In those two months, it seems as if you continue to spiral down the tube of negativity as time goes by. You've never felt so anxious about entering a classroom or about teaching a class before, so you hated how you were feeling. You felt paralyzed to the point where you didn't feel like you wanted to put 100% of yourself into the work that you do. When you begin to dread the work that brings you the most life, you know something was wrong. But they couldn't be helped because your emotional and mental states were pretty much shaking up. You had a huge chunk of time where you didn't have solid work. And I believe that when you have more time than necessary on your mind, you begin to really think about various aspects of your life. And it begins to eat away your confidence in your ability, your drive and motivation to do the best work that you can. You question every single decision that you made since you entered college. For example, did I choose the right major? Was I wrong in choosing to stay in Providence for one more year? Why didn't I try harder? Should I sell out? And most importantly, it begins to erase your purpose, your purpose of being and your purpose for doing. And it took that realization for you to seek out therapy. You know, I think that's one of the best decisions you made for yourself in the past months. 
But also, I don't want you to forget how wonderful of a support network you have of those who believe in you and are rooting for you. In those toughest of time, they were your light. And it brings a smile to my face now that this tough period of transition helped you become even more vulnerable to them. I truly believe that if it wasn't those two or three months, you wouldn't have gone through this dark crisis. You would have gone through this dark crisis at some point in your life anyways. Maybe it's better earlier than later. You can never truly be prepared for any type of transition, so don't be too hard on yourself next time. And actually take your own advice. Winky face. With love, not. <laughs> Cute. I like it. It's insightful. Okay. Thank you. And your letter? Yes. I'm just going to preface this by saying that I kind of wrote this in a very, with a very disjointed mind. So like, I'm hoping everything sounds articulate. No problem. We can't always all be articulate. So I think that should be something that established. My my letter itself doesn't really state a time period, but it's practically a a year ago. So like October, November 2017. And this is the time when I was looking for internships for the summer after my junior year. And yeah, in undergrad. Okay. Dear Rachel, let's be honest here. You're so talented at stressing and worrying that you can probably list them as your soft skills on your resume. As a planner, you're always worried that you'll stray away from your life plans with just one wrong move. Your anxiety and need to exceed self-expectations of success and filial piety just takes over. Internship search is rough, and the uncertainty that comes with not being in control is overwhelming. However, I do think that there's, there needs to be a voice in your head that says that everything will be okay. And everything will fall into place even with all the worries that you have. It's difficult, I know. I'm still struggling with dealing with an uncertain future after graduation. Uncertainty never really goes away. But I need you to stay grounded. You have a habit of worrying about the future before it even needs to be worried about. Sure, you're lost as to what you want to do as a job, like for a job right now, but maybe you're overthinking. Consulting for the big three companies? Corporate? Is that what you really want? <laughs> they might come with a big paycheck and prestige, but deep down, I know that you want your career to be fulfilling. Don't base your happiness off of your paychecks. Surprisingly enough, your career goals and aspirations will come to you once you stop pushing yourself to enter fields that you're not genuinely interested in. I'm serious. You'll actually realize that you've been ignoring a field that goes well with your interests, and you have been for a while. Do what you can now to work towards your goals, but don't worry about something in the future so far off that you have no control over right now. So keep doing what you're doing because you're on the right track even when you think you're not. Love, Rachel. Aww. <laughs> that is also very insightful. Is it? <laughs> yeah. And no, I mean, I feel like I see a lot of different themes that came up for in both of our letters. Yes. Um, I, I just, I, I might have been a little bit more specific, specific in mine, but I know that yours is definitely insightful as well. <laughs> Yeah. 
So how do you want to start? Um, I don't know. Do you want to do you want to talk about the letter or do you want to like just talk about the discussions questions that we prepared? Um, do we, do we want to start with one discussion question and just see where it goes then? Yeah, that that would be good. Okay, I'll question you first then with your okay. question. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> what role does your friends and family play during your period of transition or do they play a role at all? Mm. Um, so, I mean, I addressed this kind of directly based on my um, letter as well. Um, I think my friends really did play a big role in this time period of transition. Um, I mean, as I've said before, like I don't really talk much about my feelings and like feelings of inadequacy specifically with a lot of my friends, right? And I think, um, I know when I saw you back in September, August, September, yeah. one, one of those, yeah. that was like one of the first time that I really told you that, you know, I'm unhappy. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think that's also one of the first time that I told um, some of my high school friends and some of my college friends too that, you know, like when we check in with each other, I'm like, I, I'm actually really unhappy right now. And like, I feel like it really took a lot out of me in order for me to like, even, I don't know, verbalize that. Yeah. And one of the things is that it made my friends feel like, you know, they've always had a perception of myself as like, oh, so you have this 10 year plan and you have like all these different things and plans. Um, But kind of really taking in what they are telling me that, you know, we noticed that you have these kinds of patterns and tendency. And now it just happened to be that you don't have like a solid plan like after (laughs) after like graduation or like it didn't work out so now you're feeling this kind of way and it's really normal so I think like they were able to normalize these feelings for me even though like for myself I know it's normal but because I haven't like allowed myself to feel that way it wasn't normal in my life Mm -hmm. you know so I was able to connect more with my friends through kind of like these insecurities I guess I would say um and be more vulnerable with them and really kind of display that I'm not I'm not I don't have everything together (laughs) and I think that's like an image and a perception that a lot of people have of me right do you think okay so I don't know if I'm going out on a limb here but do you think you're you would consider yourself to be one of the people who would give leniency to others when like people make mistakes or like they stumble a bit or like, you know, when things don't follow according to plan Mm -hmm. versus like you don't give that leniency to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely like, as I, as I said, like I never take my own advice. Right. (laughs) So I feel like I was definitely very, very hard on myself with a lot of different pressure that are going around. And I guess this this can probably go into kind of the role that my family played during this period of transition because they didn't really play like a prominent role at all because they really don't know all the things that I'm going through in the moment. Um, And that's because for them, it has always been 
like an expectation that, you know, you graduate from college and then you graduate from grad school. And especially, you know, if you graduate from like an Ivy League institution, you automatically get a job and then you automatically make really good money um, out of that job. So there's no question, like there's no room for you to really like make mistakes or, you know, take the time to, Mm -hmm. I don't think that we have, or I don't think that we have the luxury to just like make mistakes. I think I told you a little bit about this, like in August or something like that, where, you know, I just want to make mistakes and like find myself and like all this different thing, but. Come from a place of privilege. Right. That does come from a place of privilege and like that for me like I the decision for me is never just my decision it doesn't just affect my life but it affects other people around me and like my family so it's like a collective decision um whenever I do something so I I mean it was really tough for me to not have my family know about what I'm struggling about so that's why I lean more on my friends during that time yeah right yeah what about yourself in terms of the role that they play? Yeah. Um, I think for me, um, so I don't know if I've like ever divulged this fact, but <laughs> I'm the only child. So I have a, I feel like I have a really, I definitely have a really close relationship with my mom. So my mom's the person who I can go to for, I'd say like emotional support it's it's not like my mom's not someone who like understands academia because she doesn't come from an academic background she didn't go to like you know the american four-year residential college you know that kind of experience but it's very much like i i'm going through a phase in my life where i know i'm developing as an individual and kind of like have all these uncertainties and she's there to reassure me that like it'll be fine because I think I'm a kind of like you like I'm really hard on myself and it's like my my mom has also noticed this and I know that like my I feel like if my family doesn't put pressure on me I have to put pressure on myself to kind of like Mm -hmm. get to wherever I want to be type of thing in life um so I feel like that's kind of one um I'd say my friends are very much there for you know we're all in this together um that for that type of I don't know we're going through the same struggles together so there's a feeling of like there's a mutual (laughs) feeling of (laughs) right right that's Um, true so I I feel like that's very helpful and like I know my my letter talked a lot about internship search and I, I know this I don't this might come out sounding a bit unexpected but I do credit a lot of my encouragement to my first year course advisor mm. he's been one of the people who like have been very vocal about believing mm. in me like last meeting I was telling him how this well like of course, a year has passed. So like now it's not internships, more like job and like after graduation type of plans. But I I told him about like my worries because I 
like some of my plans changed for after graduation. And he was like, Rachel, like, I didn't know you had these worries where like, you shouldn't be worried. I believe in you. I know you can do it. And I think for me, just like hearing those words out loud meant a lot. Um, mm, and just kind of like motivating me and keeping me going, knowing that people care and not, <laughs> and, and like, you know, not just my family and friends, but like mm. other people in different aspects of my life right? when transitioning. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I think like for a transition period, or I mean, just in life in general, it's good to like cultivate that network of support or like that support network right. um, that you know, will help you through. I feel like, though, at one point, kind of in those, like, two, three months, like, it doesn't matter how much I talk with people. I was just like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's there's nothing I can really do because it was a lot of different external forces um, that kind of made my circumstances really bad for myself. So I was just like, I don't know what else to do. Um and I know I like I'm pretty self-reflective so I know that I was definitely feeling down so I was like okay like I'm gonna I've been and I've also been looking into therapy for a really long time actually like since last year (laughs) and I know in the Asian American communities like that's something that is now much more talked about amongst young people but it's still very like stigmatized in the older generation so of course like my family doesn't know that I go to therapy unless they somehow find this podcast um so talk about mental health maybe in a future episode yeah we definitely should we definitely should but I started seeking out therapy and it's also like you know um during this time one of my friend and your friend too (laughs) saying um I I know that I like texted her a lot of like kind of like darker thoughts or like feelings as in like you know I'm not feeling good blah 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 things like that and she also suggested therapy to me um and I've been going for like the past month and it's just helped a lot to have someone who you know are I guess like objective (laughs) is the best word to describe this to like listen and like to kind of deduct for you what's going on in your life which is how she was like you don't like uncertainties but you're like swimming in uncertainties. Um, so what are we going to do about that, you know? So Just keep swimming. Just keep, just swimming. keep swimming. So I guess like um, I have a question for you. Okay. Actually, I think-, I think this might be your question, but <laughs> um, do you have any strategies <laughs> as to minimizing negativity and pessimism, right? <laughs> pessimistic thoughts during kind of periods of transitions um I think wow that was a good question I don't I can't even answer my own question um (laughs) I think if I were to put it back in the context of the letter specifically so placing it placing myself a year ago again I think it's very difficult for me to kind of isolate myself in thinking that there's like I'm on my own path and everyone's on their own path in life. I don't 
know if this stems from kind of like me growing up in Hong Kong and it's a very competitive academic environment. So I always have this mentality of needing to compare myself to others, even when other people are not doing anything remotely similar to what I'm doing. So like, for example, last last year, I like my friend um, got an internship fall semester like at a large corporate company already. And I I think I wouldn't like I was very much like happy for her because that was her first choice company. But also at the same time it was I think there was some form of like mm. self doubt <clears throat> and just like this internal dialogue and saying like, okay other people are getting results and like they're doing they're finding things to do that they want to do for an internship so why aren't like why aren't I getting any acceptances mm-hmm. why am I only getting rejections type of thing and I think for me what I thought ended up working best was kind of like minimizing sources that mm-hmm. force me to compare to other people so like I was being really truthful to my friend and I was like, hey, look, like, I understand you're really happy about this, but I also don't want my negativity to kind of like, you know, rain on your parade type of thing. So for a while, we just like Mm -hmm. refrained from talking about summer period, like whether it was her plans or my plans, just so we don't have, I don't like accidentally or negatively affect like her emotions um and or even like say something that I don't mean um Mm -hmm. so that that's kind of like a dark one I feel like because I I, like have I I have I feel like I have quite a number of like kind of dark thoughts that I don't generally tell people um and Mm -hmm. it's just I don't know like so so like I try to minimize negativity Mm -hmm. by like keeping myself in check almost like (laughs) you should not be having these thoughts because for me it's not very much like wow Rachel you suck it's it's like it's always in addition to comparing to someone else and I need to find a way to like concentrate on myself to realize that everyone's on their own path Mm -hmm. and that like we'll get to wherever we need and that there's no, you know, one set in stone way to get to wherever we want to go. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's really important, especially, I mean, for later, if there's any kind of college students listening to this, I feel like that's one of the most toxic environment in like college, that college, I feel at least like for our undergrad institution has created for students is that you need to always be doing something. And then like when you're in period transitions where you're trying to find something and it's, it's, it's hard out here. Like the world is hard, you know? And when you can't do that, um, then you're, then you would feel very inadequate. And I think like the college also and just society in general have, put kind of um a certain what is it it's have like prize like a certain way yeah uh, yeah productivity and like way of being so like for example you know like 
if you're a comp sci major, you automatically get a job. Or if you are blah, 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 like economics, like things that are like practical right? Um, are seen to be much more like rewarded. Right. Um, and so you see a lot of people working in different companies and things like that. And like those are success and blah, blah, blah. And like, uh, and if you're, right. you know, if you're working in other like humanities role or like social science and things like that, like you won't be recognized until you are the top of your right. game. Like at the top of your field, anything like that, and I think I see that this is this is like a direct like criticism of McAllister. So um, I see that even in you know like their alumni magazine, like who they choose to feature, blah blah blah, things like that. So, but that's another conversation for another day. So yikes! <laughs> uh, but um, I do agree that kind of put because I do the same thing I feel like to a certain point I was just like so negative that I also like didn't want to interact with people because I, right. I feel like I would just reeks negativity or just I just wouldn't enjoy myself and I just wouldn't be present for that person so what I've always done when I'm like super stressed or super like negative or in like these like places I just kind of be a hermit yeah <laughs> I agree and, and I feel like I went okay this doesn't really align with me like mm-hmm. with being in transition but I think I do that whenever I I feel like I just wreak negativity like I am yeah. a hermit yeah me too oh. me too maybe this is not good advice for you listeners but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like for me, it's just like, I need that time to like reevaluate myself. Kind of like it's, it's maybe a needed time for reflection or just like self care being alone. I, I like very much value the time I be, I'm alone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, me too. Me know. too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you added an extra question. Do you want to talk about that one? Oh, I mean, I, I guess we kind of talk a little bit about this, or I kind of criticize <laughs> a little bit about this, um, but it's kind of, I think what I heard from you is like both of us talk about some kind of purpose, right? Like questioning, you know, for me, I was like, should I sell out? <laughs> and for you, it's like, should you take a position where you are making more money or do you want to take a position where you feel like you're doing like your life's purpose work? Um, so yeah, I, I guess, what was the question? <laughs> what, was the, what did I say? Oh, um, what are kind of like some of the driven factors um, behind those purpose? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I hope I'm going to end up answering this question. Yeah. But I think for me, going back to like the this or that type of thing, mm-hmm. um, maybe I, originally, I think my driving factor was like, the prestige that came with consulting, you know, mm. like it was, it was a field that was challenging and rewarding, which I'm like, yes, I like a challenge. I'll, I'll admit that, but it's very much like if someone were to ask me why I'm interested in the field, like, do I have much to say about it? Um, besides like one or two points that like were attractive to me, I guess you can say. And I think 
with my point of view, I'm not criticizing anyone who's there, you know, for for the money or for whatever. Because like, you know, as, as long as they stay true to themselves, I feel like they have made the correct decision. So I'm not here to like judge anyone who's there for financial reasons, because I do think financial reasons are legitimate reasons to, you know, get into the field. Um, but in, I feel like for my entire life, if I don't stay true to myself, people can really see through me. And, uh. and so I think that that should just be like my life mantra to be true to myself and try kind of like try to find a point where I can compromise. So in terms of my current purpose, I guess I should elaborate a bit more into the field that I want to go into. So right now I'm looking in, into like um, the field for international affairs, international relations. So kind of like diplomacy and politics on a more global level. And I, I've i never pegged myself as someone who would go into politics, but... <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that's where I am, I guess. And so I really like taking courses on kind of like the interconnectedness of countries and like learning about international law and how sovereignty plays into different roles. I'm My thesis is on um, democratization. So it's a lot of different conceptual things that I really like. And I'm hoping that with that interest and mm-hmm. with my interest in researching and just learning about new things that I can hopefully one day become a foreign service Mm. officer and work for the Mm -hmm. U.S. Foreign Service. Yeah. So that's kind of like my spiel. (laughs) Your little spiel. spiel. Right, right. That, that, I mean, I think that's like something that I also struggle with too is, and especially like comparing yourself to people who are doing different are having different purpose than you (laughs) yeah so like when you talk about like comparing with other people like who are getting you know your friend who got a good job at like a or internship at like the corporate like her feel was different (laughs) yeah and her way of being was different so it's very much you know each person's doing their own thing can't right right yeah and so I think like um I guess like for purpose I feel like when I lost that purpose, that's when I just like lost it because because I talked a little about this where like in this period where you're there's so much uncertainties and like so much like things that feels incomplete. I actually wrote a letter to myself like several weeks ago, kind of like indicating like what what exactly am I unhappy about? And there was a lot of things in terms of just like how. I measure myself by like the work <laughs> that I have and the work that I do. Um, and I'm actually like still teaching. So I'm still fulfilling like some kind of purpose. But because I wasn't like teaching, you know, full time, then I was like, there's no purpose because it wasn't full time. <laughs> um, so kind of like those kinds of internal conflict with yourself while you're navigating through these uncertainties. Like, I just want you all to know, like our listeners to know that these feelings are very valid and real and they happen. Um, And in that case, like it's going to take some time for you to process them and like 
it's okay to be feeling those types of way, I feel like, because you're always going to feel like that type of way at any point in your life. <laughs> um, but like, it's, it's just okay to, when, when, when you feel this way again, in whatever phase that you're in, like, it's okay, because there are people who are also feeling this way, too. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have to agree with that, because, mm-hmm. you know, with all the uncertainty and, like, just negative thoughts that come mm-hmm. through, we, I think, I have been through periods of time where I didn't acknowledge those yeah. emotions and just kind of push them yeah. aside. And I think it's important to recognize that they are valid feelings. And, you know, if you want to feel these emotions, like you can like spend a day or two kind of wallow in it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like Not make that a permanent thing. Yeah, I agree. So I think it's like it's okay to feel down, but remember mm-hmm. that there should be a little change in mindset mm-hmm. and kind of not be negative. Yeah. And I think I think it's gonna yeah it's gonna take time. I yeah. feel like because people process like their emotions differently, and like it takes a lot of courage and time. Because I mean, it take it took me a long time to be able to like voice that I'm unhappy to like my friends (laughs) so so, and I feel like once I was able to voice that I felt that my friend was actually were actually like more receptive and like more like I don't know I felt like they were just more connected to me (laughs) afterward um so yeah I mean to anyone who is kind of like in this period period of transition or like wherever you are honestly like these feelings will always come up and I think it doesn't matter how many advice you listen to because in the end like you're gonna come to that conclusion somehow like for yourself yeah yeah so with that I guess what where where do you think we see ourselves in terms of going through recent transitions or like where we are now? Um, or are, are you talking? Yeah, whether we're okay. So right now you're kind of like still in the process of a transition. I I'd say mm-hmm. um, I'm kind of about to go into another <laughs> transition. Yeah. So kind of like where do we see ourselves with? transition as the theme oh ooh, that's a good question oh I guess I'll add to that too in terms of like future or career related transitions like maybe aside from those were there any personal transitions that you are dealing with too as well because um, I think like transition is just really broad and it could be anything right um I guess like for myself because um so I will be transitioning into a full-time position in the next month. So like in two weeks. Um, yeah. So it's been um, like literally I am like transitioning into this position. So it's been really good. And I've reflected a lot more on kind of like 
my therapist was so funny. She, she was like, okay, so now like, you got a full-time job. like, And that's the whole reason you were here in the first place. So what are, what are other things that you're working on? And I was like, well, not basing my worth based on my work. <laughs> um, because I feel like that's always something that I... I like I'm struggling with and I right. honestly still struggle with now because like I count my productivity and then I'm like okay like if I'm productive then I'll feel good if I'm not productive I don't feel good oh I see. I relate to that so right well. right yeah so um I guess like I'm a little bit afraid now that like one, next month like once I get into this job in this position um that I will go back to that pattern again Mm -hmm. Um, because I've come to terms with myself uh, kind of like in these past few months that I need to make the best of anything and like not base my worth on my productivity as much. Um, But now like I feel like once I get back into the grind, like it's going to, it's going to happen. But it's also like I'm doing the work that I really love. So it is my purpose, um, but I guess I'm, I'm excited to have a purpose again, but I'm also kind of like scared mm. that it's going to take over a lot of my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's kind of contradictory, but. <laughs> no, I'm like, it's fine to have contradicting thoughts. It happens yeah. all the time. It's like your angel and devil on each shoulder. But right. I'm, I'm ex- honestly, like, I'm excited. Mm. I'm excited to hear stories about your new position so thank you or thoughts you know stories thoughts emotions that you're going through so and I I feel like now because you know during that time of transitions where I was questioning a lot of thing I had a lot of question on whether I am gonna stay where I am right now or am I gonna move back home and now I feel like I have something here and like I have some according to my according to sing um uh, my friend which she know she's listening to this so um uh that I have some attachment issues so um I feel like that is pretty true um and I might have those attachments to you know things that I care about so it's gonna be hard that's gonna be like another conversation that I am kind of dreading and like another period that I'm kind of dreading to go through in the next couple of months yeah wow yeah just to kind of add on that before I talk about like my future my transitions in the future Uh I feel like it's interesting because you mentioned you have attachment issues and I feel like I have the exact opposite Um, I I feel like I have trust issues (laughs) okay that's just a lot of issues that we just blew out (laughs) So, like, you're attached to things, and I, uh-huh. I'm hesitant to get attached to things. Ah. Uh, um, but anyway, that's, like, opening another can of worms. Yeah. That was a lot in, like, three minutes. <laughs> Yikes. But um, I think as for me, um, it's actually kind of similar to what you were going through, I guess, in terms of, like, deciding where you want to be, because that's kind of where I am right now. I'm... Mm. I applied to like a fellowship or two. So I'm waiting, like I don't hear back from them until 2019, Mm -hmm. like February or March, maybe even April, hopefully March, but you never know. Um, And I'm kind of like, if that doesn't pan out, I'm kind of thinking about what kind of jobs I want to 
look for and where since I don't like right now I'm mm-hmm. I'm still in college in Minnesota but I don't see myself staying here in the long term like I really like it here but like in terms of just settling down permanently I don't see myself being in Minnesota so no <laughs> not from Minnesota <laughs> so it's like kind of seeing where I want to settle back in because I I'm also not not like okay this I'm trying to make this not come out sounding the wrong way but like I I've lived mm-hmm. in Atlanta for 12 years but like for a bunch of different reasons I don't see myself settling in Atlanta permanently either and transportation mm-hmm. is just a hassle so we shall see you there are many different options we're going through transitions ourselves all the time yeah yeah that's true and we're gonna leave you all with just no conclusion about our transition (laughs) (laughs) oh wait 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 um one more thing like are there any personal transitions that you're also going through i'm going through personal transitions Mm. i think I wouldn't say, like, it's a personal transition I'm going through right now, like, as in something that's happening externally, Mm -hmm. but I'd say internally, yes, like, in terms of how my mindset is. So, like, um, I've kind of been reevaluating, like, my life plans in terms of my personal relationships, like, family relationships, as to how I want to keep my relationships with my mom and like with my extended family in Hong Kong and things like that now that I'm old enough to form an a personal relationship with each person and so that is one thing that I've been thinking about mm-hmm. yeah that's really good yeah I just wanted to make it more personal <laughs> instead of too future and career related yeah yeah um okay and with that we don't want to leave you guys listening to transitions for so long because you're going to experience it for yourself anyways right um so again to close off we're gonna in case you guys didn't know we have an instagram account and the handle is because we overthink yep so follow us Send us questions via mm-hmm. DMs <laughs> or email at because we overthink at gmail.com. Yes. And we also, we also want to hear your stories if you have any of them. Oh, as well as topics you want us to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. So, I feel like we've been focusing a lot on like kind of like our own internal struggles and things like that but we also want to talk you know we have other issues too and apparently trust and attention <laughs> yeah, issues so. <laughs> can of worms right so um yes remember to dm follow and send us any comments questions and feedback we would like feedback yes yes especially on how we can improve um yeah in general so yeah. Um, keep us on our toes. Yes, keep us on our toes. <laughs> so to close out, um, we're just going to close out with our cheesy, cheesy line. Don't be awesome. Be wow. <laughs> See you guys next time.
Bye. Bye.